On today's episode, I talk about how I took over an entire town. But seriously, I talk about finding 50% of unrealized leverage in your business, no matter who you are or what your business is. And I cover how I did it, how I continually do it. And I have a challenge for you to do it as well. But who wouldn't love to find 50% of leverage to increase your business, to increase your footprint, to increase your value, and to find easy solutions to your challenges while finding customers, relationships, and marketing that you never knew existed? I cover all that in today's episode with a story of how I took over my town in Montana. So I'm going to shut up now. It's time to cue the intro, and I will see you in the episode. Welcome to the Mind of George Show. Today is a Winning Wednesday episode where we talk through actionable strategies, tactics, secrets, and golden nuggets that can be implemented, utilized, and benefited from immediately. This episode is all about action and putting what you learn into practice, which is the only true way to achieve your personal and professional goals. We've covered everything from the five non-negotiable books for business leaders, which was episode 56, to Project Manage Mastery, which was episode 44, to the two most important documents in your entire business, which were episodes 62 and 83. You can find those in all the other episodes of the show at mindofgeorge.com. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George Show. Today is a winning Wednesday, and I was really struggling on how to title this episode. So we decided with how I took over my new town in 48 hours being the context of this. And so today I'm going to talk about the power of relationships. Now, just for a little bit of context. Um, I've lived in Southern California since 2008. And so I was stationed there at Camp Pendleton, got stationed there in 2008, got out of the Marine Corps 2013, and I stayed in California in the same area from 2013 to 2021. And so to stay, I was established was an understatement, right? Like I knew everybody in my town that I needed to know the gyms, the, the employees, the people, the entrepreneurs, the event spaces, the restaurants for catering, the caterers, the the party rentals, the offices I could use, places I could film, people who would do testimonials for me. Like there were so many things that I knew that I definitely took for granted. And then we moved to Montana. When did we move to Montana? Six weeks ago? I'm sitting next to my daughter right now. Uh, Like six weeks ago, we moved to Montana. So now I'm officially a Montanian resident. I already have a Montana driver's license. And Some big distinctions are different in Montana. For example, in California, everybody's home has like the fastest internet in the world. Well, in Montana, they don't really care if you have internet in your house because they want you to spend time with your family. And so it's like the slowest in the world, i.e. so slow I couldn't even record a podcast or do a Zoom call. Um, Never mind, like barely checking my email when there were two of us on. And so there are a lot of differences. And this is a brand new place. I'd never been to Montana until we moved. (laughs) Like my first time ever visiting was Montana was the day that we road tripped into the state. And so to say that I was new here was a complete understatement. And so I definitely didn't know what I was up against when it came to getting the business operational again, getting back in flow, getting op tempo going. And also we lived in 10 different places in about 30 days because we road tripped. We had multiple Airbnbs, multiple hotel rooms until we got into this long-term rental. And so it was like a tornado and a whirlwind. And so I now am an official Montana resident. I have a license. I'm never leaving. This is my home. But I was met with some very unique challenges getting here. 
one of which is I had already committed to running a virtual event. And so I had an event planned thinking like, oh, I'm going to get to Montana. I'm going to have my Airbnb. There's an office in the Airbnb. The internet will be fast enough. And I definitely rested my laurels on like what I expected or assumed would be here. And it was very different when we got here. And so within the first day, I realized that there was no working in the Airbnbs, none. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I need to find an office, but that's going to take a while. So what about co-working? And I was like, oh, no co-working either. Every co-working space has like a six month wait list. And so I got to this point and I was like, okay, what am I going to do? And so we were here for maybe 36 hours and I had two days to find a place to go. I had four national uh, media appearances, interviews, podcasts on some big, big platforms that were scheduled months in advance, like two days into the future. I had a virtual event to plan for a run. I had to set up the space and I was like, okay, what do I do? And it brought me to this very important lesson and distinction that I forget about. And what I realized is that being an entrepreneur online, understanding digital marketing, Facebook and Instagram and email and ads and paid media, I become really or became really complacent and compartmentalized because of the internet. I can just shoot somebody a DM. I can reach out to somebody. I can listen to their podcast. And I started to dull my ability to be in a relationship in person. And so everywhere I go, I'm like, oh, if I need this, I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. Well, I now live in a place where there was no internet company to call. They had the fastest speed in the house. And so what I was left with was a very unique challenge. And it gave me this forced perspective of where I realized that I isolate my business and I isolate the potential of my business by keeping everything online. And so I said, this is what I'm going to do. We were here for one day. And I said, for the next two days, I'm going to introduce myself to every single person that I meet. I'm going to ask them about their business, why they're in Montana, what do they do? And I'm going to share them like what I do, like what I'm committed to, what I want to do in Montana, like what my vision is for being here, how I want to support local businesses. And so that started. And so literally, literally the day that we got here, um, we went to bed cause we got here super late. And the next morning we went out to breakfast and sure enough, we're sitting in this cafe and now I hear my now friend Christian speaking and he's talking about how he was in the Marine Corps and he was the owner of the restaurant. And so I listened, he listened, he came over, checked on the table about a half an hour later. He's like, can I do anything? I'm like, Oh, were you a Marine? And he's like, yes, I was. It was like me too, Semper Fi. And we started this really deep conversation. So I got connected with him. I got to meet him. This is his restaurant in town. They do catering. They'll do event catering. And I was like, hey man, like I'm new in town. This is what I'm doing. These are some of the challenges that I'm having. Do you know anybody that can help? And he's like, yeah, here's my number. Took my text down. Then I drove to the co-working space and I introduced myself to the owner. And he said, we have a six month waiting list, but we have a conference room that you can rent for $20 an hour. And so I spent about a half an hour getting to know him and meeting him. And then it wasn't available though for me to do my calls the next day. And so then I started meeting local people and reaching out to people that I knew. And a friend was like, I have a friend who is the most giving person ever. And let me introduce you. And so then they introduced me to a woman who lives here who's like, I work all day from nine to six. My internet at the house is extremely fast. It's the fastest you can get here. You can go use my kitchen. You can use my house. You can set up your studio. Um, if I'm there, awesome. If not, like you can literally, here's the code to my front door. 
you can go set up for eight hours to all your recordings and then leave when you're done. And if we see you, that will be amazing. And so that offer came on the table all through the power of networking and meeting. Um, I had stayed at a bed and breakfast where I met <laughs> the owner of the bed and breakfast um, and figured out they had moved from California as well. They had purchased the bed and breakfast, but they are former construction and now entrepreneurs. And so I got plugged into them. And then um, I found out that the owner of the co-working space's father was the biggest broker and realtor for commercial real estate in town. And so in my needs of saying, I need a place, the internet, I need something to use. He's like, well, my dad will help you find an office space. Now I live in a valley with 250,000 people. So there's a decent amount of people here spread across like an hour of driving distance, like 60 miles in the valley. And so it's not small by any means, but it's really powerful when you start to make these connections and you start to really put yourself out there. And so in the first 36 hours of me being here, I met five people that I now consider friends. I got a co-working conference room to rent to run my virtual event. I got somebody's house to use to utilize their internet to do all of my interviews. I found a caterer and a restaurant to do my events at for when my mastermind comes to town at the end of April this year and when the public event comes to town at the end of April this year for any events that I do. I found a commercial real estate uh, person who helped me start looking at offices and finding properties while I was utilizing the rental space. And one of the challenges that we're having here is we're renting for the next year and a half until we buy the property that we want. But rentals are very scarce because everybody comes from Glacier National Park. So everything here is already rented through the summer. And so technically we don't have a home in the pipeline after June. And so then I started letting all these people know and they all know everybody who has properties and pocket listings and they're introducing us to people like, oh, my friend has a house. They'll rent it to you over the summer. They haven't even listed it yet, but I know them and I'll get them in. And so within like the first 36 hours of me being here and being really open and connected and utilizing the power of relationships, I basically had a creative solution to absolutely every challenge that I was met with. Ones that if I turned inward, I'm like, what am I going to do and go out on the internet and do this is I actually would have prevented myself from getting the results. And what it led me to remember is the power of relationships everywhere. Like just because our businesses are online doesn't mean everything we do is online. We need to use the power of in-person networking and in-person relationships and in-person um, you know, sharing of our vision and sharing our challenges and asking for support to find creative solutions and to build community and to support other businesses. And so I still sit here, uh, you know, six weeks later and, and I'm kind of flabbergasted would be the best word. Um, and I'm not so flabbergasted at the hospitality of the people, uh, which I appreciate, but I feel like a common thread of humanity is that we all want to help. Like we all want to support each other. Like I believe there's goodness in everybody's hearts. And when given the opportunity to support, we will support. But what I realized is that for the last five or six years, I kind of became complacent on my local networking. I became complacent on always having something at my fingertips or somebody to call. And I lost that edge. I lost that excitement to go meet new people and go out into the world in the real world, like face to face when I can do it online every single day. And what I was very, very, I don't even know the word to use. I was very positively reminded 
and abruptly reminded that there's an entire pool of untapped potential, both for where I can support businesses, where I can help people, but where they can help me and expand my network and expand my reach and also have solutions when I know what to ask for and how to share. And one of the things I've learned in this game is that it's really not about what you know, it's about who you know. And I love people. I love hearing about people's businesses. I love hearing about what they're doing. I love hearing about their mission. And they love to hear about mine as well. But they'll never know if I don't take the time to introduce myself or to ask questions or to dive a little bit deeper and to really network. And I will say that the the power of relationships in the first 36 hours of living in Montana genuinely saved about a month of stress. Like I literally had no more options, nothing. I was literally trying to figure out if I could set up my conference in my car and steal Starbucks Wi-Fi because it would be quieter in my car and would it be fast enough to run an event. And those are the things that were coming up for me. And it's continued as we've gone. And through that commercial realtor, they showed me office spaces and I was like, oh, this is a little too much. It's a little too far away. And then because of that, they're like, you know what? I can't show you any more properties, but I know somebody who might have one. Let's go meet my father-in-law. And I go meet the father-in-law who owns a restaurant, who's an entrepreneur. He's like, hey, I have this perfect office space. It's 1,100 square feet. Nobody's used it for seven months. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. I would love to rent it to you. I was like, I would absolutely love that. And I ended up getting it for like a third of the price of anything else I looked at just through the power of being open. Because when the when his son-in-law was showing me the properties, he's like, what do you do? What are you looking for? I'm like, this is my vision, but I want to be really intelligent about it. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, blow money on a lease just to have a space. Like I want it to be functional, but I also want to be with somebody who cares and like supports my business. And I'm going to have entrepreneurs coming to town and I want to help the person who helps me with their business. He's like, you got to meet my father-in-law. So I met the father-in-law. He's like, oh my God, this is heaven. And now we talk every single day. He owns a ton of real estate and like 15 businesses here. And he's like, how can you help me with my business? I was like, I would love to help you. Let me get settled. And so I'm saying all of this because it was just a really, really stark reminder that we're surrounded by potential. We're surrounded by solutions. We're surrounded by help. We're surrounded by support. We're surrounded by community. But we have to be the ones to initiate. We have to be the ones that, that, that cross that line of demarcation. We have to be the ones that guide that relationship. We have to support them and ask for support. We have to be crystal clear on what our strengths are. And then we have to be clear on what challenges we have or what we need solved so that we can ask people to help us. And I look back at this and I literally have a list in front of me of all the people that I met. And when I look at this list, I only listed five people I met in the first 36 hours. But since I've been here, it's been six weeks and I probably have 15 new friends. I have three event spaces, an event coordinator, a caterer, a rental company, uh, some local marketers. I know uh, local contractors that help, local movers that helped move our stuff into my office, people that are helping with honey-do lists, people that can check my pets when I'm out of town, people that own restaurants that I can do catering with and also help them with their business, people that own absolutely everything here by just really being open and being willing to be in the community. And one of the things that I think is so powerful is that we as entrepreneurs, whether we're online entrepreneurs or we're a mixture of both or we're Amazon only or Shopify or we're service-based coaches, consultants, is that we never forget to leverage 
the power of the relationships that are around us. We never forget to build community around us and nobody's going to build the community for us. Like nobody's going to go introduce me to the Montana chamber of commerce. And here's the funny thing about that, that realtor who introduced me to his father-in-law who now I rent from them and I see them because I eat in their restaurant every day that they own was also like, oh my God, did you know about the Montana Chamber of Commerce? I'm like, no. He's like, you sound like a pretty hungry entrepreneur that wants to really help this valley and help the people here. And he said, yeah. He said, they have grants. And so if you go introduce yourself, I'll introduce you and you tell them what your vision is. They might grant you money to build an office space. They might grant you money to furnish this or grant you money to do an event because you're helping the community here. And those are things that I never would have known about. Like I would have never had that intro. I would have never gone online and found it. I would have never even known that that was a thing, but it's up to us to build that community. Like you can live in a town. And and what's interesting is that as entrepreneurs that are online, you can be making six figures, seven figures, eight figures, and your neighbors don't even know what you do. And that is an entire market of untapped potential. It's an entire market of untapped community. It is entire market of untapped support that you can provide by just simply asking questions and lending your expertise and them knowing what it is. That's word of mouth marketing. That's direct referral. That's you being a staple in the community. And I think one of the biggest mistakes that I've seen in the last couple of years is everybody's like online, 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 online. And I was like, cool. I was like, you're trying to find and meet these people online that might do something with you, but there's this entire community of people around you that can support you. And you'd be shocked. I mean, I've had some of my best friends come out of meeting in the community. I found an event space that wasn't even event space by taking over a restaurant because I simply asked what their vision was. And they're like, I'd love to do your dinners, your farm to table dinners. You can close down the whole restaurant. I'll just charge you the catering fee. That saved me six grand of an event that I was going to spend at like renting this pavilion. And it was at this amazing restaurant with an open kitchen and they just wanted to support. And so one of the things that I want to reiterate over and over and over and over in this thing in this podcast and in this message is we have to be crystal clear on what it is that we want. And then we have to be willing to be that lighthouse and also ask for support to respect our strengths and also be like, Hey, do you know anybody? Can you help? And we have to be the ones that initiate these conversations. We have to be the ones that lend out support and ask how we can support and ask deep questions and implore tactical empathy as my buddy Larry Hagner calls it and really make ourselves a part of this community, both online and offline, because it's at least a 50 50 potential. And I will tell you right now, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs that do seven figures and eight figures a year that don't even have social media, that don't even have the internet. And so when you do have the internet, when you do have Instagram and you do have Facebook and you do have acquisition channels and you do have email marketing, and then you take that and you pair that with in-person networking events and getting to know people and helping the local community and giving back and pouring into them and taking your expertise and helping your local coffee shop do email marketing better or do Instagram a little bit differently or tagging them or featuring them and giving advice and you start building this community, the rising tide is almost unstoppable and unmeasurable, but it's basically free attention. It's free traffic. It's untapped potential because people isolate and limit themselves to online and they forget about everything that's around them. And I'm just going to invite everybody to ask yourself, like, where can you build 
relationships locally? Where can you network? Where can you share your vision and share your dreams? Where can you find people to come up with creative solutions? Where can you pour your gifts into those people around you? Where can you go into a restaurant and give them one piece of advice that changes the trajectory of the restaurant and then you have a friend that owns a restaurant in town that knows all the other restaurant owners who spreads the name of your message? There are so many ripples that come from being and building relationships in your community that it's almost immeasurable. And so as I sit here and I read my notes, my notes were how I took over my town in 48 hours. (laughs) And one of the things I told them, um, one of the things I told them, I said, I think this area is an untapped gem and I don't want to tell anybody where I live. But what I want to do is I want to help every single business owner here scale their business. So I have friends in high places and I know everybody. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm an abundant dude. I'm like, but I want to help your restaurant grow. So you have a waiting list, but then I get a private table in the corner and I never have to pay. And they're like, Oh, okay. And then like the coffee shop is like, why do you want to help us? I'm like, I would just love free coffee for life. But if you know, you add a hundred customers a month, I could probably earn that. And they look at me and I'm saying it in jest, but I'm also being serious because I'm building those relationships and building that network. And these people are amazing. And I really genuinely just want to be connected. I just want to serve like, I'm, I'm doing my event in a couple of months, which all of you should go check out, by the way. It's all at mindofgeorge.com on the homepage. Um, just go check it out. All the details are there. That's all I'm going to say. Just go to mindofgeorge.com and get your butt to Montana. But I was looking at it as well, and I always fly speakers in from all over the world, and I love sharing their stories, but I have this pocket of local entrepreneurs, like one of the biggest real estate owners here, talking about business and creative deal financing. I have a friend who owns 11 businesses here and does all the marketing himself. And I have seven-figure experience, eight-figure experience, and nine-figure experience sitting within 10 minutes of me. And I'm like, hey, I'd love it if you guys came and poured into my mastermind. I'd love it if you guys came and spoke to this event of 100 people and help them and share them what you've learned with. And I'm building this network and this community by just leveraging what's right in front of me. And so I didn't really quote unquote take over my town, but I really did. And I still am continuing to build relationships and get on first name basis with everybody around here because I get to ask myself, like, who do I want to be? Not only do who do I want to be online, but who do I want to be in my community, right? How can I serve? How can I use these gifts or my knowledge or my skill set across the board to help other people? And in turn, it always comes back in reciprocity when I'm clear and willing to ask and play the game. And so now I look at it and like, I have everything solved. I like, oh man, I need an electrician. I texted somebody. They're like, I'll be there in 10 minutes. I was like, oh, I need this. Like, oh, go here. I'm like, oh, I can't find this. Like, you won't go get it here. And it's like, I need a place to do catering. They're like, I got you. I'm like, hey, where can I do a dinner for my mastermind? They're like, do it here. Here's the introduction. And even so far as I was like, God, I'm looking for a gym near the office. And my landlord is like, oh, here's the Montana Athletic Club. Here's the owner. Here's his number. And I'm going to text him and let him know that you're calling him. And it's really, really powerful to be that staple in that community and to build those relationships. And so my ask of you, my challenge of you is to ask yourself, where can you insert yourself into your local community? Where can you build deep rooted relationships in your community? Where can you serve your community? Where can you support your community? And where can you ask your community for support? Where can you ask that local network for support so you guys are becoming a team and you're becoming a big, big collaborative community and your light is shining super, super bright? Because if it wasn't for all of these people and if it wasn't for me saying, hey, I'm new here, this is how I want to support you, this is what I want to do in this town, and I need a little bit of help, 
I never would have had somebody's house to record in. I never would have found the conference room that I got to use for three weeks and the internet that I rented hourly that nothing else was available until I found my office. I never would have had the person who set up my internet for me while I was out of town because they were willing to meet them there because I had a relationship with them. I wouldn't have had a caterer. I wouldn't have found the event space on the lake. I wouldn't have been able to do an event without all of these relationships. And absolutely every single thing I have accomplished here that is genuinely propelling my business forward and helping me has all come through leveraging the power of relationships and being willing to be in one, being willing to be open and share my vision and also share my struggles and share where I needed support and what I couldn't figure out. And it was that collaboration that allowed it to happen. And I had this in California as well, but I definitely took it for granted and I didn't lean into it enough and I didn't uh, expand it as I wanted to expand it. And I didn't give back to my community as much as I wanted to. And so I'm going to do that here. I'm going to do that here and I'm going to pour into every ounce of it. But my challenge for you is where can you pour into your community? Where can you leverage the power of in-person relationships to skyrocket your business, your impact, your community, and your light? Where can you lean in and go deeper in person that is all unrealized potential that only enhances your ability to do it online? Where can you lend those services that help a local business, which also would send you 100 customers? Where can you look at your life or your business as a whole, both physically and digitally, and combine them together to be mutually beneficial across the board and rise all tides? And so I'm super blessed. I'm honored. I'm humbled. And don't worry. Let me just say this. There were also plenty of people that weren't interested in talking to me. And I was like, that's okay. I was like, thank you for sharing, like, have a good day. And there were plenty of people I met that didn't want to have conversations and I'm okay. Have a good day. There's plenty of people at the coffee shop and the restaurants were like, hey, how long have you lived here? We've been there. They're not interested and that's okay as well. But our job is to be consistent and to be that light. And so that's my challenge for you. My takeaway from this is to go build those relationships in your community, to go deep and tap into that unrealized potential, both that you can extract from, but also that you can impact and you can pour into to help that community around you. So like I said, because of all this talk, we are doing an event in Montana. So if you listen to this after April of 2021, you're too late. Uh, but if you're listening to this prior to April of 2021, we are limited. Uh, we're releasing a limited amount of tickets. So we're only doing 100 tickets. It will be in Whitefish, Montana, three days. All the details are at mindofgeorge.com. But I promise you, you're going to want to come. Break bread, drink coffee, laugh, breakthrough, breath, business, marketing, time, sales, retention, all of the magic that we bring together in person, in a room for three days to absolutely skyrocket your business. So all the details are at mindofgeorge.com. So I will see you in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs. But remember, relationships always beat algorithms. Have a good day and it's time to cue the outro. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, 
my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.